Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Big Boss Book Club. Hello, thank you for listening to the Big Boss Book Club. You can follow us on Instagram at Big Boss Book Club. There is also now a Facebook page at Big Boss Book Club. You can get our link tree at both locations. They will point you in the direction of Cheap Shot Entertainment, Squared Circle Jobbers, also our Kofi page where you can leave a small donation should you wish to. Um, please like, follow, subscribe, uh, leave a review wherever you can. Any and all support is greatly appreciated. Uh, thank you so much and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to this week's show. So this is the, quite sadly, the final part of the my solo play through the Innsmouth Conspiracy campaign. Um, so this is Into the Maelstrom. Looks like quite a hefty scenario from the outset. So where are we at? Um, well, <laughs> the this campaign started off really quite well. I think it did anyway. Like I managed to get some good resolutions. Um, only got a, the the one mental trauma. Looking at the setup though for this scenario, I feel like I've maybe missed some stuff. Like quite a lot of stuff. <laughs> like this talk here about if you possess a diving suit, I definitely don't possess a diving suit. If I've Possess the key to Yarnalethi. Possess a map of Yarnalethi. Guardian of Nalanethi is dispatched. Gateway of Nalanethi recognises you as its... Yeah, I've done nothing. <laughs> I've done nothing this entire campaign to prepare me for this last scenario. Which makes me feel this is not going to go well. Oh, Act 2 setup. Oh, Jesus, there's a bigger setup for Act 2. Oh wow, that's huge. Yeah, okay. So, um, fingers crossed this goes well. I'd like to end the, the campaign on a on a positive note, even though every fibre of my being is telling me I'm probably dead and losing the campaign, which would be quite sad to get to <laughs> get to the final chapter and be quished. But we'll see. In terms of my deck, so I am playing with Trish Scarborough. Really quite enjoying her her playstyle. Even though I was sort of thinking about this just as I was um, doing all my upgrades for the deck. Just thinking, I haven't really utilised her ability that much. And even her Elder Sign effect. I've drawn the Elder Sign a good couple of times during this campaign really. And I've never really needed to use it. I think I've, in fact I don't think I've ever actually used it for anything other than its plus two effect. Which is which actually makes me think that the character itself, in terms of abilities, isn't actually that great. Um, I mean, I've used the, I have utilised the ability to to dodge enemies a couple of times, hundred percent. But have I really gotten full value from her abilities while while playing the campaign? I, I don't really know. Um, changes to the deck, so. I have upgraded, I've got a plan to its level 2 variant. The essential difference really is it gives you plus 2 book. So that's that's essentially it. But when I, I've got no fighting in this deck, I, I realised that last... Well, in that other scenario, um, two, two scenarios? 
I can't quite remember when it was now, but when I got absolutely pummeled on, I've got no fight in this deck. So I thought, well, I've got plans in there, but I could probably do something with a little more oomph. So I figured I've got a plan level two is is fits right up that street. Uh, the last upgrade is um, I don't quite know how to pronounce this. Geese, geese. It's the exceptional packed card. Gives you plus one to all your stats, but you have to make a promise of not drawing, playing, or committing cards during your turns. If you break that promise, you get rid of uh, geese and discard it, and um, ten curse tokens get added to the chaos bag, which. A bit of a gamble, but I figured having that boost to my entire stat line, along with Milan Christopher, along with Elena Harper, and even Hawkeye Folding Camera, if I ever managed to get the damn thing off again, potentially I've got a reasonably good willpower investigation and evade stat line. I think I if they all trigger, I think I end up on... I'd be on four for willpower... Five, six for intellect, three for fight, which again isn't anything to be knocked at really, and then, oh no, sorry, more than that, I'd be on seven for will uh, for intellect actually, because Elena Harper gives me plus one, Selena gives me plus one, Milan Christopher gives me plus one, Geese gives me plus one, so that's three, yeah, so seven, so I'd be on four, seven, three, six for evasion. So that's not that's that's nothing to be knocked at if I can get that plus the cards I've got. Hopefully, give me a little bit of um, speed and agility to get me around the map. It looks like another big chunky map. Tile tunnel locations. So, yeah, hopefully, be able to get through this. I'd like to win this campaign. I don't want to particularly lose it. I feel like I've done reasonably okay up to this stage. You know, I've obviously had a few bumps in the road, but um, um, but what cards I got rid of? The two I've got plans because I upgraded them, and I got rid of the one random copy of Unexpected Courage for for Geese. So hopefully, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see this uh, come together. We'll go for a quick break, come back. I'll just go through the scenario info, and then we'll we'll get going on uh, getting this game played. Okay, so quite a small, quite a small intro this time actually. So uh, your plan is simple, foolish but simple. The knowledge you've gathered leads you to conclude that the historic order of Dagon is the cause of both the rising tides and the appearance of the horrific deep ones. Not only that, but over the course of the last few decades, the order has transformed the townsfolk into more of the horrific creatures using them to infiltrate Innsmouth from within. But worst of all, the entity the cult worships, Dagon, is just one of two. His mate, Hydra, still slumbers in the depths below Innsmouth, waiting to awaken and stake her claim over an endless ocean. These are the conclusions that have led you to your plan. Travel once more to Devil Reef, descend into the city of the Deep Ones that lies hidden at the bottom of the ocean and put a stop to the Deep One's plan once and for all. Agent Harper helps you prepare, loading your possessions onto the boat you managed to steal from what remained of Innsmouth's docks. We have only one shot at this, Harper says. I don't think I need to remind you of what might happen if we fail. She looked pointedly at the flooded ruins of Innsmouth. Are you ready? 
proceed to set up. So yeah, so yeah, pretty short that really for intro, considering how much text there was in the others. Looks like there's quite a bit. Quite a bit. Oh, flashback keys. Oh no, not flashback keys. Flashback 14. Wowzers. Yeah, I've missed so many. Standalone mode. Keys. The keys are there again. I don't get any of them. They all go set aside face down. I don't start with any of them. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Right, what I'll do is then, as I say, that's pretty short. Not really much else to uh, to go into. I've, I'll get the uh, game set up, and then we'll get this uh, get this going. Okay, so got the game all set up. Just need to flip Gateway of Lanerthy. Two shard location, partly flooded. Zero. Clues, that's a bit rubbish, isn't it? Um, starting hand was, let's have a look Dr. Mullen, Christopher, Hot Streak, Pickpocketing, Logical Reasoning, and my weakness, Shadow Agents, so we'll get rid of that straight away anyway. So I'm going to bin, Logical Reasoning, Pickpocketing. Don't really. Mullen, Christopher, and the Hot Streak alone are probably the best cards. Not keeping shadow. I know I've got a trauma, but I feel like logical reasoning isn't needed at this stage. Pickpocketing. Yeah, so we'll get rid of them. So I draw. I've got plan level two, that's good. Alina Harper, even better. And Pathfinder, even better. So actually, that's a pretty. That's a pretty good. The rest go on the bottom. Shadow Agents on the bottom. That's a pretty good uh, starting hand, that actually. I mean, unfortunately, it means first turn essentially is me not really doing much. I play Hot Streak, probably play Alina Harper, and play Milan Christopher, and that's that's it, really, isn't it? Um, but that's fine. So, uh, agenda 1A, your boat lands on the black, uh, under the surface, your boat lands on the black reef and you descend once more into the tidal caverns, deeper and deeper still you travel, until all thoughts of returning to the surface seem like fantasy. Forced, when your turn begins, if you are at a fully flooded location, you struggle for air. When your turn ends, if you did not enter an unflooded or partially flooded location, take 5 direct damage, so that's essentially the same as last game isn't it? Act 1A, back into the depths. Finally, you reach the gateway to the final depths. A swirling vortex of unworldly currents beyond which Yolanlethi, the city of the Deep Ones, waits. Somehow, you must gain entrance. If each investigator at the gateway of Lanethi and the investigators possess each of the following keys, blue, red, yellow, and green, advance. So, actually, I didn't get the keys sorted, did I? So what keys do I need? Okay, so that's all done. Sorry, just had to pause then. So, unfortunately, we start off with three resources because I've got that figured indebted weakness. So, um, turn one then, as I said, this is going to be pretty simple. I'm going to trade all three of those resources to play Hot Streak, which gets me ten resources. But then there's no point because I'm going to spend them both on Milan Christopher and Alina Harper, leaving me 
one resource left. No, two resources left, sorry. So that's fine. I should move my, move my investigator card or I'll forget it's there. I've still got teachings of the order. I think the only one I'm missing is remove a flood location. I think that's the only one I've got left to use. I defeated an elite enemy pretty much straight away. I removed all chaos tokens from the bag last game. It's just the remove a flooded token from a non-sanctum location. So I think that's it. So, um, unfortunately that does end my first turn. Very quick. Uh, draw one card. Game one resource. That's alright, Lone Wolf. Not a bad card to draw. No enemies, so nothing to do. Doom. Let's place one Doom. It's a six threshold. My first encounter card. Let's just double, double shuffle the, uh, the encounter deck. Just to make sure that's done. This is quite a large encounter deck. The last game didn't feel like it had a... Was it the last game? It felt like the encounter deck was really small. This encounter deck feels really big. Quite a few enemies in there from what I saw as well when putting it together. So I'm kind of hoping that I don't... I mean, I've got, I've got a plan, but I haven't got any clues. So it's a bit useless at the moment. But the uh, thing doesn't look like I need to trade in clues, so... The act. So I'll shuffle, let's draw a top card. Of course I draw an enemy. Deep one ball, forced. After deep one engages with you, choose and discard a card from your hand. Oh, okay. Fine. Um, I've got a plan feels that's going to be useful later. Lone Wolf. I don't really need Lone Wolf because I've got Milan Christopher, so resources shouldn't really be a problem. Okay, I need those two fight. So, uh, first action then. Gonna evade him. I'm on five, he's on two. Minus three or better. Hood. Let's flip that because that says minus three. Oh, if you fail, place one doom on the current agenda. Oh no. So what's I on? Five. Minus three, he's on two. So actually I pass. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. Straight away I'm messing up. Um okay, action two, I'm gonna move to a tidal tunnel location, but which one? I've got eight of them. I'm assuming, I'm assuming they're all considered to be connected. Oh, adjacent locations. Okay, so I can go left, right, up or down. Um, I'm right-handed, let's go right. So, going to the tile tunnel to the right. Flip it over. We have the Dark Abyss. After Dark Abyss is revealed, randomly choose one of the set-aside face-down keys. We'll go with that one. Place it on Dark Abyss without looking at it. Forced. After the last clue is discovered from Dark Abyss, it becomes fully flooded. Increase the flood level of each location connected to Dark Abyss. Oh, that's a bit rubbish, isn't it? Um, two clues. So, let's get them on there. Oh, no, one clue, sorry. So, now, do I just try and investigate, get a resource, 
get the clue. But it does then become fully flooded. Or do I play my last three resources, get Pathfinder, and then next turn, clue the room straight away, and then just run from that point. I think we'll do that. So I'm going to play Pathfinder then. Or oh, saying that though, I could discover the clue and then use the ability on Teachings of the Order to remove the flood token. And then that way, it's not fully flooded. Hmm. Now, I'll pay the three resources because I can get them back with Malin Christopher and I need Pathfinder out anyway because it's just quicker. So, that will end my turn. Again, not really done much yet. Draw one card, Crystallizer of Dreams. Not that I'm going to try and play that at the moment. Well, I could try and play that actually because I've got, I've got a plan in my hand. And that would give me two book for a later test. I need the resources first though. Uh, Doom, I'm on two already. Not good. Top card of the encounter deck is... Macabre Memento. Oh, I've got already the deep one. Bull, not that I really worry about him. He's not Hunter, so he's fine. Macabre Memento. Test three willpower. If you reveal a HUD token, you automatically fail. And if you fail, you take two horror. Uh, I'm on two. I need plus one or better. I feel like I'm going to fail this. But it is fine because I do have five horror and then I have four horror to soak on Elena and um, Duda. So let's just hope I don't get a uh, HUD token. Pull a zero. Still fail. So I have to take two horror. Put one on Elena, one on Milan. It's a bit annoying. My turn. Okay. So, I'm going to investigate first then. But I am on six, so I've got good investigation. Minus one, so that gets me the clue. I get a resource from Milan. And then the room becomes fully flooded. And I increase the flood level of each location connected, so... Main place becomes fully flooded, tidal tunnel below me becomes partly flooded, and the room above me becomes partly flooded. Cool. But I can use the free trigger to take the key, it's the green key. This is fine. Use Pathfinder to move for free to the tidal tunnel below me. Flip that. That is the underground river, which cannot be fully flooded. Woohoo! Two clues per investigator. Oh, it's victory point one, like that matters. After underground, revealed, increases flood level, that doesn't matter. So do I worry about that? Because it hasn't got a key on it. If it hasn't got a key, there's no real worry about, I don't need clues, I don't think, at least I'm not seeing anything that revolves me needing all the clues. The only thing that would benefit me would be that I've got a plan would become better, but I need, only need three clues for that. I've already got one. I've used Pathfinder, let's just tap that. Sorry, exhaust that. Um, so let's 
So that was a free action. I've only done one action, that was the investigate. The key was a free trigger, moving was a free trigger. I think I use my second action then to move again to Tidal Tunnel in the middle. Flip that over. That is Tidal Pool. One clue, three shroud. Tidal Pool gets plus one shroud while it's partially flooded, plus two while fully shrouded. Randomly choose one of the set aside keys and put it on, that's good. Cool, okay. So actually then, I could use my last action to investigate again. So I'm still three over. Get the clue, and that would get me the next key. Yeah, let's do that. Skull, skull, minus one, or minus three if there are four or more unflooded Lanethi locations in play. Which there aren't, so it's minus one. Cool, so that gets me the clue, so that's more ammo for I've got a plan. Milan triggers, because I'm not playing um, Taboo, and I'll free trigger and get the key. It's a yellow key. That, though, ends my turn. So, that deep one just stays where he is. He, doesn't, he hasn't got Hunter. Getting a resource and a card. Oh, Milan Christopher. I've already got you. I do not need you again. Um, one Doom. Let's see what the next card is. Fractured Consciousness. Terror. Test 3 book. If you reveal a tablet token during this test, you fail and take 2 damage. So, I think I'm alright here. On 6, just need to not reveal a tablet token, which is minus, woo, minus 4 anyway. Huh. Uh, minus 1. Yeah, that's a pass. I think I need to do Pathfinder again. Move into the next tidal tunnel to the left. So I'm in the bottom left. Cannot be fully flooded underground river again. That's a bit rubbish. Two clues. And it increases its flood level, but it can't be fully flooded. So partially flooded. So that was a free trigger, so I haven't used my actions yet, so I'll use action number one to move forward one up to the next tidal tunnel, which is the underwater cavern. As an action, move. Move from underwater cavern to any flooded cave location. Underwater and cavern is revealed, it becomes fully flooded. Jesus. Um, not that I'm going to stay in there, it doesn't have any real value. Not at this point, anyway. We'll watch it have value later on. Um, so that was my first action, wasn't it? Because I used Pathfinder to move initially. Uh, yeah, I'll move up to the top left then, Tidal Tunnel. Second action, Flip, Dark Abyss. I'm assuming that's the exact same ability as the other one. Quite far away. When Dark Abyss is revealed, randomly choose one of the set aside keys. Yeah. Uh, after this is the last clue, it becomes fully flooded. Increase the flood level of each connecting location. Yeah, that's fine. So it'd be my last action, wouldn't it, to 
to thingy that. I could play Crystallizer of Dreams now. Yeah, last action I'll play Crystallizer. Pay one. Unfortunately, that means I have to find one that's set aside Guardians of the Crystallizer. Put it into my deck. Shuffle. I think I've got like, how many weaknesses have I got in here now? One. Oh yeah, my random weakness was a permanent, yes, that's right. That's fine actually, because that means now if I do use um get more value out of your cards, don't you? I do like Crystallizer, I've just not really had a chance to really see it. I mean, I played it, I think, last game, but I don't think I really got much use out of it. I don't think I really had much use out of it the whole campaign. Probably should have used Adaptable to swap it out for something like the disc or... Yeah, I think the disc might have been better. Enemy appears, ping it to damage. I mean, a lot of these enemies that I've seen in earlier games have had quite low health. But I don't know. I have to sit and really think about how I've done this deck because I don't think I've been as opt. Like I, I paid for adaptable. And I've never. I don't think I've used it once. I think, and that was to put in Crystallizer of Dreams. <laughs> um, okay, so that was my second action. Uh, last action uh, was Crystallizer of Dreams. So that actually ends my turn. A little bit disappointed with that turn. This game's going really quickly. Draw a card. Oh God, you know the Crystallizer. Oh, okay. Enter's play exhausted. It's fine with me. It's got Hunter? Oh, it does. So it comes into play there, that's fine. Um, does that ready now, though? Never actually thought about that. In terms of the. It works. Let me have a look. Ha! No, it doesn't. Because the upkeep phase, 4.3, ready, exhausted cards. 4.4, each investigator draws one card and gains one resource. So no, that's fine. So it stays exhausted. Um, which is good. It means I can at least get a turn ahead of it. One Doom, though, unfortunately. Um, then we'll take the top card of the encounter deck. Let's have a look. Treacherous Depths, Peril, Revelation, you must choose one. Increase the flood level of your location. Discard assets from play where, with a total resource cost of at least X. X is your location's shroud value. Little part of wants to say, I'll increase the, the flood level. <laughs> increase the flood level. Yeah, that, actually that's the best idea. Because it's partially flooded. That's fine. I can live with that. Yeah. Because now, my turn, first things first, I'm going to investigate to try and get rid of a clear room. So I'm on six, it's two. I get minus four. Wow, okay, that's good. Draw, gain the clue. So my, I've got a plan now, it's fully charged anyway. Free trigger, gain the key. The room's trigger, turns fully flooded. Milan Christopher, gain a resource. 
Right. I'm not engaged to an enemy, so Pathfinder works. I'm going to move into the middle tidal tunnel. Flip that. That is an underwater cavern. One clue. Two shroud. After it's revealed, it becomes fully flooded. Jesus. I didn't read what the... Uh, Diving suit is. I'm assuming diving suit gives you some some protection against fully flooded. You ignore the forced ability on the current agenda. Yeah. Yeah, when you take damage, you must place it on diving suit. Three damage. So it gives you three soak as well. That's really good. Lord knows how you get that. Okay. So that was my... Actually, I'm still on action one because that was... My first action was investigate. I free triggered Milan, free triggered the key, free triggered Pathfinder, move. So now I can move, that would be my second action. Move into this final tidal tunnel location. Is a tidal pool. Put the last key on it. One clue. Plus one shroud. So it's on four shroud. I haven't got my uh, thingy, have I? Lock picks. That could be really useful. I could try and clue it as my last action, and that gets me all the clues. The problem is, I need to then go to the gateway where that deep one bull is. <laughs> I don't particularly want to go there. Um, okay. I'll clue the room as my last action then. Let's have a look. Skull, which was minus one. Cool, so that gets me the clue. I free trigger, get the key, so that's the red key. I've got all the four keys I need now. I need to, oh, I can't do anything else, that was my last action. Oh, the first action you perform each turn does not provoke attacks of opportunity. I forgot about that. So actually, what I could have done that turn... No, because I still ended up being hit, wouldn't I? I was thinking I could have moved with Elena Harper. But yeah, as soon as I'd have investigated, Deep One Ball would have hit me for two, so yeah, it's not worth it. No, that's fine. Okay, cool. So that ends my turn. Ready, drone card, game one resource. Oh, geez, that's good. That's good. That is good. Uh, ready, crystallizer, guardian. One doom, I'm on five doom now, Jesus. Uh, top card of the encounter deck. Syzygy, peril. You must decide one. Each investigator loses three resources. Each investigator takes one horror, place one doom on the current agenda. I think I will pay three resources because I've got Milan Christopher. I'm doing okay. I haven't really got, I've only got three cards in my hand. Geese has only cost two to play. So I think I'm okay. Cool. So. Do I want to play Geese now? 
So the first thing I'll do then is we'll play G, G's, G's, J's, whatever. Oh, two resources. So you get plus one to all your stats, which is nice. Put it in front of me. After G's in, let's play Make a Promise. I shall not draw, play, or commit any cards during each of my turns. If you break this promise while G's is in play, discard it. I'm going to say draw, because I'm pretty certain it doesn't count in upkeep. Because that's you, you don't get a choice, you have to draw a card. So G's for me says that you, sh I won't use the draw action. Which even though I've only got two cards in my hand and I could probably do with the draw. I feel like that's what that actually means. So then we use the ability on Pathfinder to move down one. Problem is now, I've only got... I've got two actions left. One will be to move into deep ball one. Deep one ball, which will trigger. But not only leaves me with one action. And I... The problem is if I use that to evade, all he's going to do on the turn is... Well, I suppose he's got two evasion. But now, now, I'm, now I've got a good start line. Ah, sod it. Your second action to move in. Deep one ball will engage with me. If investigators at the gateway have the keys, advance. So I will. Right. A maelstrom of currents tug at your flesh as you cross through the gateway. When you emerge on the other side, you are no longer in the simple tidal caverns beneath Devil Reef, but inside a vast city within the depths. A city of otherworldly alien architecture, and surprisingly, riches beyond your wildest imagination. Remove each location other than the gateway of Yelanethi from the game, adding them to the victory display if they have victory X and no clues remaining. Discard each card at those locations. So that's good. So, Guardian's gone. <laughs> nice easy way of getting rid of that. So let's discard all these. I didn't clue any room to get victory points. Sadly, get all these tidal location tokens, clues, right, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, I guess locations we'll put separately anyway. Cool. So, then, put... Set aside locations into play as shown in the campaign guide following the Act 2 setup instructions. Note that the number of your Anethi locations used and the arrangement of locations varies depending on the number of investigators in the game. Put the set aside Hydra enemy into play in the, in the layer of Hydra. Side face up. Put the set aside Dagon enemy into play in the layer of Dagon. Check campaign log. If Dagon is awakened, he enters play awakened and enraged. If he slumbers, let's see, slumbers. He is slumbered, isn't he? Okay, cool. Right, let's get this set up. Bear with me. We'll be right back. Okay, so we're in Act Two. Um, that doesn't seem to have given me any indication that I'm using the other two Act Twos. Um, so. City of the Deep, V1. Deep within the city of Villanethi, 
The deep ones are performing a ritual that will that will drown the earth under the seas. The only way to counteract the ritual is to unveil depths and expose the city to the sky. Free trigger. Uh, remove one damage per investigator from an ancient one at your location or investigators at a lair location. Spend one clue per investigator as a group. Decrease the flood level of any non-sanctum location in play. Any non-sanctum location in play. Stop the Deep Ones ritual by draining the city if each location in play is unflooded. Advance. Okay, wonderful. Non-sanctum locations, they're all sanctum locations. Ugh. I feel like this is the perfect time to use the final ability on teachings of the order and get rid of the flood token on my location because it's fully flooded and that only says decrease the flood level so yeah so I'll ping that as a free trigger well that's all the abilities used so I'll get rid of the flood uh, I need to evade this guy to stop him from hitting me Oh, discard one card from my hand. Ah, discard one Christopher. That means I think I'd rather take the punch than discard another card. Hmm. One man. Three fight. No point trying to fight him. If I. Evading, he's going to re-engage and make me discard a card. My one card, well, I'll have had another card by then, but my one card at the moment, so I've got a plan. I can kind of do with keeping that. Where if I just let him, if I just end my turn, but then that means I'm using... Damn. I didn't think about that, I didn't read his ability properly. I don't think I discarded a card earlier then, did I? Ah, oh, damn, never mind. Um, I know now, that's the main thing. Cool, uh, bugger out, I'm just going to return, so he'll hit me for two, I'll put one on Alina, I'll take one myself, draw a card, logical reasoning, which is nice, gain a resource, which is nice, fortunately the doom is now going to go over, because it's six, and this is six, let's have a look, the waters continue to roil in, yeah, whatever. Energy, as if somehow alive. With each passing moment, the sea grows more and more volatile. Strangers still are the monstrous creatures that now prowl the dark waters. Creatures that defy all laws of nature. Shuffle the set-aside Ligor enemy into the set-aside and the set-aside aquatic abomination into the encounter deck, along with the discard pile. Okay, that's fine. Let's get those enemies. There you go, aquatic abomination. Oh, Jesus, seven health. Five health, oh my god. Pardon me. Right. Can't take deep one ball, never mind them. So Celestial alignment. Even this deep beneath the surface of the ocean, you can tell that your time is running short. You feel the pull of the tide as it courses through the water. Every bone in your body quakes. The walls breathe as though alive. Same ability as before. If fully flooded at the end of the turn, you gain take five damage. So, 
Right, take the top card of the encounter deck. Oh, leaking dirt, deep one. When this card engages with you, take one damage. Wonderful. <laughs> okay, uh, ready Pathfinder? Cool. So, I think, first things first then, I'm going to need to evade these, both of them, aren't I, really? Um, but once I've evaded both of them, I can move out. So let's evade deep in work one, look one first. Is that the elder symbol? My token is really worn. Yeah, that's the elder symbol. So he's done. Next one, deep one fall. Skull, that is minus one because none of these locations are flooded. So he's tapped as well, so they're going to stay there. Pathfinder, I will use that to get the hell out of dodge. Move one down to the first Yulanethi location. Flip it. Vault of Riches. If you control the purple key, place it on Vault of Riches, then choose a non-elite enemy at any location, automatically evade that enemy, and move it to the Vault of Riches. That enemy does not ready during the upkeep phase. Two clues per investigator. Four shroud and partially shrouded, uh, partially covered. So two clues. Um, I can't draw, which I'm now regretting. Can gain a resource though. Well, actually, I've got a plan. Only needs two, and I've got two. So okay. So actually, that clue the location. So I need to remove. Clues of any non-sanctum location, but they're all sanctums, unless you... Oh, they're not sanctums when you flip them. Oh, no, say that, your nephew weren't... Anyway. Oh, they enter play fully flooded. That's really annoying. That's... Does it say you've got to be in a lair location? Oh, so essentially I'm going to have to gather as many clues as possible. I've got four anyway. So actually I'm not doing too bad. Because I've still got four clues. I haven't spent any. So if I get the two clues on this location. I can only get one at a time. Unfortunately. Hmm. Yeah, okay, let's do that then. So, they don't have Hunter or anything, so they're staying where they are, so that's fine, I can deal with that. So let's just clear this room. It's four, I am on seven. I need minus three or, <laughs> minus three or better, I pull a minus three. Uh, okay, so we're getting a clue. I really need uh, lot picks. Get another clue, get a resource from Milan. That is my last action. That's fine, cool. So again, uh, um, they're ready at their turn, but it doesn't matter because they're not going anywhere. Draw a card. Ace in the hole, that is good to see. Gain a resource. Doom. <sighs> Top card of the encounter deck, ancient evils. <laughs> Put one doom on the <laughs> agenda. Um, that's fine. 
with two of them in the deck. Cool, so my turn is looking okay, actually. If I do Ace in the Hole now, I get three additional actions this turn. So let me get my dice so I can cal calculate this. Oh, saying that, I've got dice in the back. So I've got dice here, so I've got three, three actions. Oh, three actions normally. They'll be my extra actions. So if I play Ace in the Hole now, I get three additional actions this turn. Which could mean a big, big turn for me. Because I've got Pathfinder, which gives me a free move. Get plenty of clues. If I move towards Hydra, because she's asleep. Oh, if you're in there with her, test. Place one Doom on her. Oh, what? That's not good. Um, so I probably need to just do the the Yelanethi locations first, clear them of all their clues. Yeah, if we try that first then. So I'm going to play Ace in the Hole first then. So that gives me three additional actions. So let's put them in my red dice so I can work these out. First action. I'm going to clue this room. Really do we see in that um, skull? What's that again? Minus one. It's fine, so we'll get the clue. So I've got plenty of clues to do this with. I gain a resource from a lamb. Um, if I use Pathfinder now to move me left, I don't think it matters, to the next Yulanethi location, which is the Undersea Corridors. If you control the white key, place it on undersea corridors. If the white key is on the undersea corridors, move to a connecting location for three. That's all right, isn't it? No clues. <laughs> oh no. Um, that's really annoying. So if I use my... I guess I could move into Yelanethi Sanctum and use my last free action to move out, depending on how bad it is in there. Oh, that's really buggered me, that is, because that, that, I'd have to use two actions now to get to either the, the one of the other Yelanethi locations, which would mean I'd only have my free, free actions left. That could be enough, though. Or if I explore this whole left side, problem is these are fully flooded. Hmm. And I need to go into the layer of Dagon or the layer of Hydra anyway. I feel like I need to do this side, go into the layer of Dagon, reduce them, and then you probably go to the other side, go do that. So yeah, so let's do that. So move one into the Lenethi Sanctum which is fully flooded, and I get the Submerged Temple. Each Deep One enemy at this location gets plus two fight. It is a Sanctum location. One clue per investigator. If you control the green key, which I do, 
place it on this location. And the investigators here spend one clue per investigator as a group to automatically evade an ancient one enemy. Unflood this location. For the remainder of the game, this location cannot be flooded. Ah, okay, that's fine, actually. So I've got one action left. So, use my last normal action to place the green key on this location. Spend one clue, unflood it, and it cannot be flooded for the rest of the game. That I like. It is five shroud though. the room. I have a feeling the all the Lethe Sanctums are going to take these keys off me, aren't they? Which is fine. So I could use now my free act. I could clue the room, then move down, then use the, I'm going to say it's probably a similar ability, spend one clue to put my, yeah, okay. Watch it not be the same ability. I'm gonna ram I'm gonna gamble. I'm gonna try and clue the room. So I'm on eight. No, seven. So I'm five. So I'm minus three or better. Um, and I get the plus one. That's good. So I gain a clue. I gain a resource. And then that's one of my free actions. So I've got two free actions left. So I'm gonna move down into the next Ulanethi Sanctum, that uses one of my free actions. Flip it over. Onyx Guardians. During the enemy phase, each ready Ancient One enemy can attack investigators here as if they were engaged. During the enemy phase, each ready Ancient One enemy can attack investigators here as if they were engaged. Each ready ancient one enemy? That's fine, they're not. They can't attack anyway. So I don't need to worry about that. If you control the yellow key, which I do as an ancient, yeah, so I move, put the yellow key on there as my last action. Unflood it. It can't be flooded for the remainder of the game. Spend a clue. Put the clues on there anyway. That is actually. That feels good. So now, next turn, I move into Lair of Dagon. It's a free trigger. And it doesn't say once per turn. It just says either remove one damage from an ancient one enemy at your location or investigate it. So a Lair of Dagon may spend one clue as a group, decrease the flow. That doesn't say once per turn, that just says free. So my understanding of that would be I could just do that and spend all my clues. And potentially get rid of all of the... The problem is then I've got to go all the way to the other fig inside. And no, I don't know what Lair of Dagon's ability will be. No doubt it won't be, so, it won't be that easy. Because that feels like that's way too easy for a final scenario. If it's just going to be like, hey, yeah, sure, take all the free free stuff. That ends my turn anyway. The two enemies up there ain't going anywhere, so I draw a card, which is breaking and entering. 
and a resource. I reset my actions to three. And place a doom on the agenda. Draw a card. Is tidal alignment. Choose a location where there is at least one investigator. Increase that room's flood level. Ha! Huh, can't do that, can we? This location cannot be flooded. So I'm assuming that means entirely, because it's partially flooded and fully flooded. So flooded to me means it can't be. Each investigator at the chosen location takes one damage. If the location's tidal level is not increased, tidal alignment gains surge. Okay. So I take one damage then. Alina? Uh, uh, I'll put it on Alina. It gains surge because it's not increased. Hydra's brood, spawn, lair of Hydra, or gateway teal and ethy. Whichever is farther away from you. So luckily, well, one, two, three, four. It's one, two, or is it one, two, three? So, oh, it's Hunter. Oh, no. So it starts off at the gateway, which is fine, because it's further away from me. By one. Um, after Hydra's brood engages with you, if Hydra is in play, place one Doom or Hydra, or Hydra attacks you. That's fine. So that one's got Hunter, so I'll need to remember that. Okay, so my turn. Um, do I want to clue this room? I've got three, five clues. There's only four non-sanctum locations. But we don't know what the layer of Dagon's ability is going to be. So I may end up needing this clue. Hmm. Yeah, let's do it. So, two. Clue room, just in case. Gets me a resource from the Lion Christopher anyway. Minus two. So I gain the clue. Gain a resource. Alright, so I use the ability and Pathfinder to move into the Lair of Dagon. So, let's have a look. Lair of Dagon is... Lair of Dagon gets minus one Shroud for each Sanctum location in play with a key on it. So there's two. Three clues per investigator, so it's got three clues. So it's on four Shroud, which isn't bad. Check the campaign log. If all seven keys are on locations... Check campaign log. If all seven keys are on locations and the order's ritual was disrupted, you dig into the memories to recall what happened last time you were here. Read flashback 14. I don't think that's happening for some reason. What's this? So, the end room from Doom. <laughs> I don't think that really matters much. Sneaking around in the background. Mm -hmm. Full seven keys are on locations, which they're not. 
Hmm. That's that's a confused wrong location. And the orders mm -hmm. which one was back. That's not even possible because this setup doesn't let you have seven keys. You only ever have four. So how can you have So how can you have seven keys? And if if all seven keys are in locations and the order's ritual was disrupted, then you dig deep in your memories. I don't actually think that's possible. it says ah so I suppose the only way to do it would be to have all the keys already yeah so if you've got all the stuff you would get control of the keys and then you would get the other random keys but because I had none of them I only have four so there's no way of doing that that's really sad I'm not going to get that memory I feel like I feel like that's a critical piece of the puzzle that I'm now not going to that I'm now going to really miss. Um, okay, it's fine. I don't think I really need the clues. Each investigator as a free trigger can spend one clue to decrease the flood level of any non-sanctum location in play. So I feel like I can spend one to get rid of the undersea corridor. Two to get rid of the vault riches. Surely I can just do the other two as well, Yulanethi and the Yulanethi locations that I haven't been to yet. And they're all free triggers. So even though I'm still here with him, I've still got two, ac two actions left. Clued, I moved using Pathfinder. Yeah, so I've still got two, two actions left. I can't really do anything with Lara Dagan. There's nothing, there's no purpose in me getting the clues from there at the moment, I don't think. I mean, I could get a clue. Problem will be, there'll be these bloody things that say, increase the flood level of the room you're in. And if they're the same though, the sanctums, then... Yeah, bugger it. Next action then, move. Move into the middle Yelanefi location. Let's flip it over. Undersea corridors. If you control the white key, place it on here. If we place the white Yeah, so. Uh, I can't draw a card or I'll lose, lose games. <laughs> Not such a good idea now. Uh, Problem is, if I go into the layer of Hydra, I place a Doom on her. If I move up, Hydra's brood is going to engage with me, which I can't really deal with at the moment. What 
does it do? Engages with you. Hydra is in play. Place one Doom on Hydra when Hydra attacks you. I mean, it can't attack me. It hasn't got any attack power. <laughs> um, but then it would hit me for one horror, which is fine. I can take that. Then... I suppose I could then do break and entry. No. I think I need to do something. I can't draw a card. Gain a resource, I guess, but I don't really need resources at the moment. Maybe what I should have done was investigate Lair of Dagon and then moved out. So I had the clue. In fact, I might go. In fact, I might just do a bit of a rewind and do that. So, yeah, because I still have an action left. So I'm going to rewind the clock a little. I'm going to try and investigate Lair of Dagon. It's on four, I'm on seven. I have a skull. Now, that may change. Minus three, if there are four or more unflooded Yulaneti locations in play, which there are now. So it's minus three. It was four, I'm on seven. Which is four, so that's fine. It's fine. I get a clue. And a resource from Milan. And then I would move into Underseas Corridors as my final action, so I don't trigger Dagon's ability. This hunter guy is going to move down into the Vault of Riches. Unbelievably awkward. I drew one. Working a hunch. That's the hey, that's good. That is good. Gain a resource as well. Move Pathfinder. Gain a Doom. And the card. Oh, let's see what we get. The Psychic Pull. Revelation. If you have no cards in your hand, Psychic Pull Game Surge. I've definitely got cards in my hand. Otherwise, discard one random card. Then test X, where X is the printed cost of the discarded card. If you fail, lose one action. Oh, that's really annoying. Um, okay, I don't have anything to stop that. So shuffle these up. Oh, no, not that one. Oh, oh no. Let's actually shuffle the right. So... Card tape, what's that? Ah, oh, breaking and entering, Jesus. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, it's all fine. Um, breaking and entering is two, so I need to test two willpower. I am on three willpower. I'm not gonna discard anything because I don't really have a thingy. Skull, minus three. <laughs> Uh, what is it? Lose one action. Okay, so I only get two actions this turn. That's fine. That's that's fine. It's fine. I could possibly go wrong. Um, free trigger on Pathfinder. I'm going to move into the layer of Hydra, which is three clues. Minus one for every Sanctum location. Yes, yeah, so it's the exact same ability as Layer of Dagon. Place one black, purple. Or white key on this location, deal three damage to an ancient one enemy that is not slumbering. That's fine. Uh, use my first of 
two actions to move into the Yelefethi in Sanctum, which I'm assuming has the exact same ability as all the others. Yep. Cool. Oh no, it's got a bit slightly different ability. What's this? So if you control the red key, yes, yeah, so that's the same. So I'm going to put the red key on it, but then forced. If there any players love flood value, it's like any locations flood value is increased. If you investigate this location, it takes one harder. No, that's fine. Remove the flood. Spend one clue. It's got one clue on it anyway, so I might as well just put that on. That actually ends my turn because that's all my actions. That feels fine. That feels fine. I'm not doing too bad. I'm kind of waiting for the wheels to fall off. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Cool. Okay. That's cool. So that actually ends my turn. So Hydra's Brood will move down one into Undersea Corridors because he's hunting me down. I draw a card. Ooh, in the shadows. And gain a resource. I feel like I need to clue this room. Saying that, there's only actually one. One left. But why do I feel like that's not the end of the game? If I do that. Okay. Place on Doom. Top card. Oh, lurking deep ones, not another one. Uh, lowest evasion, that's me anyway. After it engages with me, take one damage. Fine, I'll take, I'll take the hit. I've got five health left, that's fine. I feel like this could be the time to, uh, to utilize my, my I've got a plan and just absolutely blow this guy away. But I'm a little bit concerned that Hydra's brood's coming for me. Hmm. Saying that though, actually I'm in a pretty good position here, really. Because I've got working a hunch in my hand, which is fast. Yeah. So my turn. Play first things i I've got three actions. Working a hunch, pay two resources for it. I discover a clue at my location. It's fast. So his doesn't hit me. Saying that though, only in a Harper's ability, I could just clue the room and save working a hunch. Nah, that doesn't make sense. So I've discovered a clue at my location. I can trigger my ability to tap lurking deep one. So I don't have to fight him at all. And he hasn't got a hunter, so he's just gonna sit there looking really sad for himself. Um Milan doesn't trigger because it's investigate. Use the ability on Pathfinder to move for free into the other Yolanethi Sanctum. Flips that. That is the statues in the deep. If you control the blue key, if you fail a skill test. Oh, if you fail a skill test while at this location, you take one damage. That's a bit rubbish. Blue key. So I'll use that as my second action. No, my first action. So that removes the flooded location. So that is it. 
that's it. If each location in play is unflooded, advanced. Which it is. This feels a little too easy. I feel like I've done something wrong here. Uh, let's reveal. So. The seas part with a roaring torrent. Chill air flows through the corridors of Yelanethi as it rises. When the stars look down upon its alien emerald halls, something in the air changes. There is a sound like a snap, and the hissing of air being pulled through the vacuum of space. Then, like automobiles lurching to life, the earth and the moon begin to move once more. Add this card to the victory display. If there is another act card in play, you may choose to either continue playing in order to accomplish the objective on that act card, or you may proceed immediately to resolution 1 without fulfilling that objective. If there are no other act cards in play, proceed to resolution 1. Well, there are no other act cards in play. I don't know how you get them in play. I would assume there's some weird ass abilities on these. No? No, that doesn't. What's ability on Hydra? No. Minus one fight for each Samson location. No, how do you even get those other acts? Unless there's. There must be a card that says. Turn to the deep, flip. No. How do you get the other acts into play? Ah, okay. So I've just been a bit naughty, just picked up the campaign uh, guide thing here. Yeah, so put the set aside City of Deep. So if you if you trigger the memory, you can uh yeah, if you trigger the memory you can do two different acts extra this one of two different acts I haven't done that wow okay so actually what I've done is I've missed out a massive chunk of the actual game itself so resolution one I guess is where I'm at let's have a look you frantically make your way back to the entrance to the undersea city hoping desperately to escape alive you feel the familiar tugging of the currents all around you as you emerge on the other side of the otherworldly threshold your heart does not stop racing until you finally break the surface of the water and collapse on an uncropping of outcropping of rock. In your campaign log record, the investigators escaped. Add both Dagon and Hydra to the victory display. Each of their mm -hmm. investigators earns victory equal to the each card in the victory display. Each investigator suffers two physical trauma from the ordeal. <laughs> of course. Um, check act if act two B shattering the alignment is in victory display. Which it isn't. Oh yeah, it is. Shattering the alignment. Yeah, that's what this is, yeah. Proceed to resolution two. So As you emerge from the caverns of Devil Reef and look up to the sky, you are relieved to see the sun and moon no longer in alignment. The tide appears to be retreating as well. The sea seems to have finally calmed. In your campaign log record, the plot of the Deep Ones was thwarted. The investigators win the campaign. Yay! Check if another act card is in the victory display, which it isn't. Um, skip to epilogue. 
it's epilogue now. Oh, here we go. Epilogue. So, epilogue one. <laughs> the drive home to Arkham is quiet. After everything you have been through, you would have thought the quiet to be a peaceful reprieve, but you are alone with your thoughts. Thoughts of Innsmouth, deep ones, of enormous monsters dwelling in the depths beneath the waves. You find yourself checking your rearview mirror regularly, waiting to spot the headlights of pursuers who want you dead. The glowing, unblinking eyes of an aquatic horror in your back seat, or perhaps even the cold, dead glare of Thomas Dawson, mutated nearly beyond recognition. But you see nothing. Just an empty road. You sigh and run through the events of the past few weeks once more. You believe you have a complete picture of what occurred, and yet you still feel like there is something missing. Another gap in your memory. Check can memories recovered. Uh, yeah, if all 14 flashbacks are there, read flashback and then otherwise proceed to epilogue 2. So I haven't got all them, so there's no point reading that. Um, epilogue 2. You shake the feeling away. It doesn't matter anymore. This whole ordeal is behind you now. Innsmouth, Dagon, Hydra, Yolanethi. Just a terrible memory you wish you could forget. Like all those memories you've lost. Your foot lies heavy beneath the accelerator. The faster you are away from this hellish place, the better. Oh, okay. So I missed so much stuff. Literally, don't get to read this flashback here. Which is flashback 15. I probably will read it at some point. I don't get to read flashback 14, which has meant I've missed at least one of those different acts. Because by the look of it, you choose, depending on which option you choose, you get a different act. So I've actually missed quite a lot of stuff. So although it seems to have played out quite well, I've missed a lot of story. Which is a bit of a shame, actually, because... So what was on the back of Celestial Alignment? What's on the back of this one? Oh, Tyrants of the Deep. Wow, those are two ugly mother cluckers. If Hydra's in play, flip her. If Dagger's in play, flip him. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. What's on the other side? Hydra, seven fight, four evasion. Hunter, massive retaliate. Gets minus one fight for each... Sanctum location with a key on it, so she would have been on minus four. So she's on three fights, so actually, that's not that bad. After Hydra is evaded or dealt damage, do the same to a copy of Hydra's Brood. So essentially, you can only beat the Brood, you can't beat Hydra. Dagon's the same, minus one for each Sanctum location with a key on it, so again, he's three fight, four evasion. After Dagon is evaded or damage dealt, do the same to a copy of Dagon's brood in play. Massive retaliating hunter. That would have been very uncomfortable. That would have been very uncomfortable to deal with. But essentially, I've just been really stealthy. Really, really triggered Pathfinder to really use Pathfinder. Geese was really tough. Like, I couldn't draw a card. Like, yikes. I don't know where, like, what picks was. Oh, wowzers. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven turns away with lock picks. 
good thing I had like all my support out. Um, cool. Okay. Well, that is actually the end of the uh, the story. The end of the uh, the campaign. Um, we'll go for a quick break. Come back and we'll have a little bit of an overview. What I think of uh, Trish. What I've thought of the campaign. And uh, then we'll call it a day. Welcome back. Okay, so that was the Into the Maelstrom scenario for the Innsmouth Conspiracy Arkham Horror card game. Okay, um, how do I feel that all went? Hmm, that last scenario, I felt like I lost a lot of stuff by not getting all the flashbacks and not having all the items and not having all the keys. I felt like I've missed so much story which is really what you're playing Arkham Horror for. So that last scenario really was a lot quicker and a lot... I mean, I felt like I was doing something wrong, but just reading through all the cards again, reading through the, the setup, I don't think I did anything wrong. I think I, unf I think I unfortunately just hadn't done the difficult stuff leading up to it, which I guess is always... It's one of the cool things about this this game, the intricacies of the the plot as you're moving through it to get to that final stage. So, um, a prime example is me and my playgroup. We played the circle and done. We didn't get to the end. We hit the the auto win just by doing stuff. So my friend Stu, he was playing as Preston because he's Silver Twilight. Uh, associated any time we were given a choice he was always like well I'm part of the Twilight Lodge so surely we'd just do this or surely we'd just do this and it was just siding and siding and siding with the Lodge to a point where we completed it and it's like well what option do we do do we side with the Lodge do we side with the witches do we what do we do oh well, well I'm Silver Twilight so we'd side with the Lodge so we sided with the Lodge and boom auto win <laughs> I think I think we missed last two maybe three no I think it's two scenarios you miss so we, we, you know, we did, we put the work in to get that. This campaign, I felt like, even though I've been coming out of all but one of the scenarios okay, I feel like I've missed a lot of plot. So I don't know what memories I'm missing. I don't know what the, those chunks of time are. Um, the epilogue, I've missed a big chunk out of. Um, yeah, so even though that last that game was way too easy actually I've because it was way too easy I don't actually really know what's gone on it, I've kind of walked in I don't really know what's happening these two giant monsters are there and I'm just tiptoeing past them just unplugging the sinks to let all the water out and then I'm like okay they're still asleep let's get out of here <laughs> <laughs> rather than going aha there is a plot afoot like clearly something was going on with Dawson and, and Harper I've clearly missed some massive plot regarding them there was the two acts I didn't get to play um, which again I feel is a massive plot hole that I'm I feel horrible that I've missed the benefit of this is when I go through it with my playgroup I know that the stuff we'll need to do so I'm going to be more focused on saying okay guys 
we need to hit all these flashbacks. We need to hit all these. We need to get all these items. We need to have all these things. I think there'll be more of a push from me to get them, to f- for me to get the full story. I don't think they'll care. <laughs> Maybe they will. I don't know. Um, I think sometimes we get to the end of the games and everyone's like so tired. It's like okay, let's go. Um, no one's paid attention to what I'm saying, story wise. But I would like to know what's going on rest of the story. So when it comes time to uh, to redo that, I think that's going to be a a prime thing for me. Let's get, okay, guys. We need to get all these flashbacks. We need to get all these keys. We need to do all this, not just bare minimum to get through. We need to be we need to be smashing it. Um, Trish Scarborough. Wow. Uh, as I mentioned, I don't think I used her ability anywhere near often enough for it to get a true level of value. I appreciate her stat line and I appreciate her I do appreciate her ability. I do appreciate her deck construction. For me, I think I was probably happier playing as Finn. So I played as Finn when we played my playgroup play what did we play? It had been Forgotten Age. So I played as Finn. I feel like that slightly because he's for intellect and for evasion as well i feel like that illicit style is probably a little bit more me than than that was but mm. um her upgrade route is great um secret level two is good because cars like pathfinder and stuff are just just make it really worthwhile but the upgrades for Rogue, again, I just love the Rogue class. If you haven't listened to my Arkham Horror episode in Season 1, please go back and listen to it. I, I rave about how much I love the Rogue class. It's what really got me into the game. So, yeah, I think her upgrade route, she felt like a good solo investigator. Um, that Alina Harper card, I think, to be honest, I was probably more happier with Alina Harper than I was with, with uh, Trish's. Because Trish, yeah, she gets that cool... Her and Alina seem to kind of match. It's a shame Alina Harper isn't her signature card. Because <laughs> I feel like that would be the perfect signature card. Boosts her two main stats, evasion and intellect. First action doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity, which means you're more likely to trigger her ability when you're engaged with an enemy, because you can investigate and then trigger her ability to evade. Um, it's a shame she's not, really. But um, that's fine. But no, yeah, really enjoyed playing as a. I don't feel I used her abilities um, nearly as much as I would have liked to have used her abilities. Felt unbelievably situational, very much in par with Roland, where you only really get to use his ability when you kill an enemy. Don't necessarily always guarantee you're going to have an enemy to kill. So even though his ability is quite good, don't get to use it as often as you probably would like to. But anyway, that's a different story entirely. So, so that's really it. I enjoyed the Innsmouth Conspiracy. I've uh, I really enjoyed the, the flow of it as a solo act. It was good. Can't wait to give it a go with the playgroup. We are actually, at the point of recording this, we have one scenario left in the Dream Eaters. And then the next stop for us is, is Innsmouth. Once we've done Innsmouth, um, that will be it for Arkham Horror 
in terms of new campaigns, we'll be going back and we'll be starting on the returns because we've got quite a few of them to play at this stage. Um, that's the same with me. I'm not going to be putting any more Arkham Horror campaign play on the podcast for a while. I'm going to pack it all up. I, I sort of tweeted this at MJ when he when she announced that the um, the latest set was going to be in two boxes, which I was kind of hoping they'd do. I was kind of just like, oh, thank God you've done this because I don't want to pick up any more campaigns, but I do still want to increase my player card pool. So this is kind of like good for me because it means I can I can just pick these up. Yeah, she liked it. Yeah, what more can you like? What more can you say? Um, so yeah, like, for me, any more cam- any more Arkham Horror play in the, the podcast for a while is probably going to be like standalones. I do want to give Skids a go as a solo act. I want to play the print and play scenarios. I have got th- three of them. Three of them. I have Daisies. I have Skids. And it's not Roland's I've got. No, Wendy? No. I've got the three of them. I'm going to play them, I think. They'll be like my solo uh, ventures. Um, Next season, my campaign play is going to focus on the first part of the Lord of the Rings, which is the, uh, the Black Riders box. I'm going to play the three scenarios in that. I also want to give the Rise of the Red Skull a go for Marvel Champions. Uh, going to do a little bit of Marvel Champions stuff towards just the back end, the very, very back end of this season, um, just to sort of get myself more attuned to it. My Marvel Champions play hasn't been as much as my Arkham Horror, a little bit more in tune with that. But yeah, so that's that's really it. This is going to be the last bit for, for Arkham Horror for a little bit. Um yeah, it's a bit sad actually. But no, uh, so that's it. Um, thank you so much for listening to this uh, this episode. Thank you so much for tuning into this mini season within a season. Um, I, I've quite enjoyed playing Innsmouth. I, I do love playing Arkham Horror. It's such a good game. MJ and the, the crew there have done such a wonderful job with it. I can't ever really fault it. Um, if you do want to check out the season one episode, please do. I, I rave about how much i love rogue <laughs> and, and skidzo tool especially um but this has been uh the big boss book club thank you so much for listening you can catch us on instagram big boss book club uh facebook big boss book club instagram big uh twitter big boss zero one zero um i'm big boss i'm out peace <laughs>